All right, we've got a packed show for you today. Was Bill Gates behind the Inflation Reduction Act? We're going to break down his secret communications with Senator Joe Manchin. But first, I want to remind you guys about Charlie Kirk's new book, The College Scam. CollegeScam.com, how America's universities are bankrupting and brainwashing away the future of America's youth. All proceeds from book sales go to TPUSA, so go to CollegeScam.com and get your copy today. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome aboard tonight's edition of Human Events Daily, powered by Turning Point USA. Today is August 17, 2022. Anno Domini, today's headlines. President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act secretly brought to you by Bill Gates. We'll explain that next. A right-leaning nonprofit plans to spend millions bashing the woke left in midterms. Third, Alec Baldwin doubles down, insists that he didn't pull the trigger in the fatal rust shooting, but that's not actually what the FBI says. And finally, Philadelphia residents have filed a lawsuit against the city for illegally using taxpayer dollars to fund abortions. All this ahead, Human Events Daily. I will say that it's one of the happier moments of my climate work. I I have two things that excite me about my climate work. One is when policy gets done well, and this is by far the biggest moment like that. The other is where I sit and talk to these innovative companies, and I hear about this amazing new way to make steel and cement and, uh, you know, chemicals. And, you know, it's incredible. You know, the innovation, the green spending had dropped to near zero in 2016, and now that's been reinvigorated. And the innovation is going way faster than I expected. Um, that's why I'm optimistic that we we will solve this thing. Well, so we just saw the Inflation Reduction Act, which is actually a massive spending bill passed by the Biden regime, passed by the House, passed by the Senate, signed into law. But what you may not know is that even though all those institutions signed off on it, you think those are actually the guys that are creating these things they are going through line by line writing these bills? You think if you actually went up to President Biden right now, he would be able to tell you what's in this bill. Come on, be serious. He doesn't know. I'll tell you who's actually putting this together. And ZeroHedge.com has the article. It was Larry Summers and no less than Bill Gates himself who had been known to hang together to put this all in. Well, in a Bloomberg article that reads more like a newsletter for the Gates fan club, The billionaire Microsoft co-founder recalls how earlier this year, as moderate Democrats like Joe Manchin and Senator Kristen Sinema continued to block the tax and spend legislation over concerns it would raise taxes for the middle middle class. Listen to this. Listen to this. Bloomberg is reporting that Gates tapped in, just tapped on in, tap in there to my relationship, his relationship with Joe Manchin that he'd been cultivating since at least 2019. This is how Bloomberg writes it up. Gates was banking on more than just his trademark optimism when addressing climate change and seemingly intractable problems that have been his focus since stepping down as Microsoft CEO two decades ago. As he revealed to Bloomberg, uh, Bloomberg Green, he has quietly lobbied Manchin and other senators starting before President Joe Biden had won the White House in anticipation of, quote, a rare moment in which federal heavy spending could be secured for the green energy transition. I I love how they write that, by the way. The green energy transition. It's just happening. It's just happening. No one's actually voted from this. 
No one's actually said, this is what we want or campaigned on. No, it's all these shady backroom deals or phone calls from mega billionaire oligarchs like Bill Gates. He is an oligarch, by the way. You can clearly point out Bill Gates is an oligarch in the American process. It's simple. Let's go back to the Bloomberg. Those discussions give him reason to believe the senator from West Virginia would come through for the climate, and he was willing to continue to pressing the case himself until the very end. The last month, people felt like, okay, we're try- we tried, we're done. Gates said, I believe it was a unique opportunity. So he tapped into a relationship with Manchin that he'd been cultivating for these years that they're talking about. And we weren't able to talk, oh, gag me with a spoon. Right there, my dialogue with Joe has been going on for quite a while. That's what he stated. And it goes through, you can read the rest of the article, Bloomberg.com and Zero Hedge is a write-up of it as well. They were going back and forth. Bill Gates act as the lobbyist on this bill that I don't think anybody understood what's in there. When you got a guy like that inside, there's no trust with the American people. This is why voters are so sick of this process. This is why they're sitting there saying, we don't want this anymore. The American people know that this is what happens, that they elect their senators and then their senators stop listening to them. They go back and start listening to these mega billionaires, these mega donors, these oligarchs on what they decide should be in the bill, whether or not they should support it. Remember, Senator Manchin used to be out there saying, oh, it's going to raise taxes. We can't do it. Oh, it's going to raise taxes. We can't do it. It's going to raise taxes. But suddenly he gets calls from Bill Gates. He gets lobbied by Gates. They add some stuff in the bill. They slip some stuff in there, call it the Gates special. And then suddenly Manchin is a huge proponent. He's he saw he saw on the road to Damascus. He's now an evangelist. Oh, I need my tax and spend bill. I need my Inflation Reduction Act. But wait, which is it? Because Gates said in 2019 that it's heavy spending by the federal government. So if he said that in 2019, it's federal spending by the foreign go- uh, federal government, then what is it in 2022? No, no, no. It's inflation reduction. You see it. You see it pays for itself. I love when politicians say that. It pays for it. It doesn't pay for itself. You pay for it. I pay for it. Our children pay for it. Your children pay for it. That's how inflation works. That's how all of this works. And so just understand. These people aren't your heroes. You shouldn't be trusting them. And yes, Bill Gates apparently was the genius brain behind all of this. Liberals can play word games with the word recession, but they can't hide the pain that Americans are feeling as a result of their destructive policies. Between inflation, a looming recession, and instability all over the globe, you need to prepare before it's too late. And that is why I recommend you diversify with gold and silver now. And the only company I recommend is Allegiance Gold. My friends at Allegiance Gold can help you protect your IRA or 401k with physical gold and silver, or have it delivered securely right to your door. They will educate you on the benefits of physical gold because they care and want to build a long-term relationship. Allegiance Gold has the highest ratings in the industry, five stars with TrustLink AAA rated with the Business Consumer Alliance, and have an A-plus from the Better Business Bureau. Get $500 of free silver on a qualifying purchase when you tell them that POSO sent you. So don't wait, call or click today. AllegianceGold.com slash POSO is the site we cannot control the Biden administration, but we can prepare. AllegianceGold.com slash POSO is always. Link in the description. By now, you've probably seen the far right's attempts to use claims of protecting women's sports to keep transgender girls from participating in high school and college sports. These attacks reduce current scientific research on trans athletes into misleading talking points and fear-mongering. But the attacks aren't just scientifically inaccurate. They're the latest attempt by the far right to eradicate the right of transgender people to exist in public spaces. 
In our new report, Right Wing Watch puts these attacks in historical context and outlines how the far right is using disinformation to target trans people. Read it now at rightwingwatch.org. Oh, no. They're so worried. They're so worried that we're talking about what you're doing to girls' sports. But I want to also ask you about, have you seen these billboards that are going up around the country? These crazy, but they seem like they're completely nuts. They seem like they're insane. And so there's this group out there called the Citizens for Sanity. And they put up these billboards outside major cities that say things like, protect pregnant men from climate discrimination. Open the jails, open the borders, close the schools, vote progressive this November. Another billboard says, violent criminals deserve our compassion and respect. This fall, stand for strong progressive values. Wait, what? What's going on with this? In fact, the Philadelphia FOP actually came out against the one that was talking about violent criminals deserve our compassion and respect, denouncing it. Somebody sent that to me. I said, guys, this is obviously a troll thing. Like they're, they're trolling somebody. This is a joke. They're trying to get a rise out of you. What is it? Who's this group? Who's behind it? Well, Republican operative Ian Pryor is someone who's behind all of this and in part of a strategic con- as a as a con- strategic consultant to the group. He's also the executive director of Fight for Schools, and they fo- focus directly on this critical race theory business. They're also going to be releasing new ads regarding trans, uh, transgender women in girls sports. And look, I got to tell you something. Growing up in Pennsylvania, the Penn Relays, that's a major, major part. So University of Pennsylvania, the relays there for high school, they even have the juniors competitions there. That's huge for men and women. And if you suddenly start messing around with that, for these hundreds of kids, thousands of people who get involved in this every year, you're talking about those athletes. They're getting up six in the morning to go work out. They're at the gym at six in the morning. They're at the track at seven on a Saturday, on a Sunday. Hopefully they're going to church after. But just understand, the pen relays a huge, huge deal in a lot of these battleground states going into the midterm election. And this organization, Citizens for Sanity, and they released, they released a statement. So we have the statement here to understand what they mean. Citizens for Sanity is not an ideological organization. We stand for reason, common sense, objectivity, equality, the neutral rule of law, an open scientific inquiry. Everything the radical left now stands implacably against. And we're using these messaging campaigns to alert Americans to the urgent need to defeat and repudiate woke insanity before it destroys America. And that's simple. That's exactly what it is. So I, I love these billboards, by the way, right? So if there is any way for you to go up there and say that you think it's nuts, they say, what's the best way to defeat a, a bad idea? Agree with it aggressively. Don't just let some violent criminals out of prison. Let all violent criminals out of prison. Don't just let some dudes participate in women's sports. Make men and women completely integrate into the same team, especially for contact sports. I'm talking football. I'm talking soccer. I'm talking rugby, lacrosse. You name it. I want men and women on that field going up against it. Boxing, wrestling. Come on. Why not? Agree with it aggressively and you will be able to defeat them. And that's exactly what they're doing here. So I did think it was funny because there are some folks, you know, and I'm from the Philadelphia area. So I had some guys in a chat room. We've got like a like a group chat going of, of people that that just knew each other from from coming up um, in uh, in the system through through that, you know, from years and years ago. And they said it to me. They see a billboard. My buddies are like, 
what is this? What, you know, how dare they? How dare some people put this up? These crazy libs. We're going to do something about this. They were actually calling on trying to get the billboard canceled. And it got to the point where the FOP comes out and denounces the whole thing. And I, I finally, I, you know, you catch up. Like I tell you, I'm in way too many of these group chats. I'm sorry, mom, dad, I, I try. I try very hard to keep up with the group chat, but there's so many of them. And some of the ones like, I'm, I'm sorry, you're just on mute. I'm like, you don't see me responding there. I'm on mute. But then again, I might be lurking. You never know. But I said to these guys, I'm like, guys, this is this is obviously a joke. This is no, 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 it's real. It's real. It's clearly a joke. It's a troll. But I love it because it illustrates just how crazy the far left has become. Keep it up, guys. If you understand the importance of the parallel economy, you need to go and support Public Square. Go and download the Public Square app, Public SQ, Apple App Store, or Google Play. Because it's as simple as this. Americans know that if we want to change this nation, we have to change the way the marketplace works. Woke corporations, they're seeking to divide us. Big banks are freezing the accounts of people who disagree with their political views. And our supply chain is dependent on companies and countries that actively work against our values. We need now the time for economic warfare. That change comes with you and your wallet. That's why I am proud to partner with Public Square, the largest directory of freedom-loving businesses our nation has ever seen. Public Square is the first app that connects freedom-loving Americans with their local community and the businesses that share their values. And if you want to support a restaurant that only bought from local farms, a coffee shop that took a stand against COVID mandates, or a bank that would never cancel you for political views, Public Square is your guide. Just download the Public Square app from the Apple App Store or Google Play, like we were saying. Create a free account. Begin your search. You can also list your business so that your local community can find you. Download the app immediately. Go there right now. Don't even have to turn off the podcast to do it. Public Square, that's Public Square, Public SQ. I have one question that if you don't feel that you can clear it up now, you should at some point in the future. You say you never pulled the trigger, but the gun went off. Right. That will right. not make sense to people. If a bullet comes out of a gun, they say, well, then someone fired. You're familiar with your this did not come from me. This came from the DA's office themselves. You're familiar with what fanning a gun is. You pull the hammer back. And you don't lock the hammer. If you pull the hammer back pretty far, in old Western movies, you'd see someone fan the hammer of the gun. The hammer didn't lock. You pulled it back to an extent where it would fire the bullet without you pulling the trigger. So that's Alec Baldwin on his new buddy, Chris Cuomo's podcast. So Chris Cuomo's lost a podcast, by the way. And producer Shah had an interesting comment about this, where the podcast is called The Chris Cuomo Project. So the initials of that are CCP. In fact, his promo code is promo code CCP. Don't use promo code CCP, you numbskull. Use promo code POSO at MyPillow.com for all your sleepwear needs. By the way, the all-season slippers just dropped. The world didn't even know that the all-season slippers were coming, but they are out. They're absolutely out. So shoot us a comment. Shoot us an email. Liberty at TPUSA.com. We're going to get to the emails up in the next segment. But, but guys, look at this thing. Completely insane. So here's the FBI's take on this. So the FBI actually took the Pieta 45 long Colt revolver that Alec Baldwin was using when he shot and killed that staffer. And they tested this thing. And the FBI reports out, ABC's got it. And they're saying, look, we checked this gun and this gun can only fire if you pull the trigger. And that's a problem. So Alec Baldwin, he goes over to... Um, the Chris Cuomo show, the CCP show, and says, well, no, 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 no. 
I love how he uses, you know, his his persuasion, his acting. He's using all of his emotional, emotive abilities to get you to come to his side. And you say, no, 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 no. That's not what happened at all. You're totally misconstruing that. You know, just he does the sad eyes, you know, all of this. And I was I was fanning, just as they told me to do on the show. I was fanning. And he said, and he even starts to get, and this is the part where he slipped a little bit. And we know that Alec Baldwin is prone to snapping. He says, you really have to focus on the person that loaded the live bullet into the gun. Here's the problem with that, Alec Baldwin. Number one, the forensic experts are saying this gun cannot fire unless the trigger is pulled. So even if you're doing that fanning the gun, that's actually, and this is the part that he didn't even talk about on the podcast because we went in and we listened to this podcast several times to see if they brought it up. He said, well, no, I fanned it and sometimes that can make the gun go off. That's true. And the forensics, the ballistics actually went in. Check this out. Here's the difference, though. On the Pieta Long Colt 45, yes, you can make the round go off by fanning it. That's true. However, you can't make it go down the barrel without pulling the trigger. What happens is if you pull the hammer back, but if you pull it back just enough that it doesn't notch, so it's got a two notches because it's double action. If you do that, you will detonate essentially the charge in the chamber and obviously cause a malfunction rather than firing a bullet forward. They said the only way to fire a bullet forward is if you did pull down on that trigger. So they did. He did pull down on that trigger. And if you drop the hammer on that and then pull the trigger, that's going to make it a lighter trigger pull. That's how that works. That's called the action. Alec Baldwin did this. It's now starting to look like he absolutely did this. And here's the thing. Was the person that loaded a live round in that criminally negligent? Yes, obviously. But the final responsibility for the death that was caused, that's got to be Alec Baldwin. The person who was handed an inherently dangerous instrument and did not check to see if it was loaded. If you get behind a car, the wheel of a car, and you go to floor the gas. By the way, I had brake problems this week. Um, yeah, I guess the deep state cut my brake lines. And so, uh, yeah, Monday, we we're having some issues with that. But if you go to floor the gas, and then you say, oh, well, I thought there wasn't gas in the tank. That's not on the person who filled it up. That's on you if you hit somebody with your car. That's exactly what happened here with Alec Baldwin. He's trying to blame it on the person that loaded the gas in the tank, who was driving the car? You were. Okay, so you take the fact that it was a gun out of it. You, put, you say it was a car. Cars are used in, in films all the time. If you hit somebody with the car and killed them, that is on you. That's exactly the same thing that happened here. It must be understood that on this subject, we are not asking anyone to compromise their beliefs or abandon their faith. We are simply saying the government should not be in the position, nor should the government have the power to replace its beliefs for those of the woman. So great story out of the post-millennial. Go check this out. Shoot us your emails, by the way, liberty at tpusa.com. The city of Philadelphia 
taxpayers of the city are now suing them for using taxpayer money to directly fund abortions. And we've got the full motion up. Um, we're going to have that uploaded at Post Millennial. So make sure you guys go check this out. What it is, special and preliminary injunctions filed against the city of Pennsylvania and Mayor Kenny, Rebecca Reinhart, and Jacqueline Dunn, all of whom are city officials. What for? Well, I will explain. They are suing specifically for two Pennsylvania statutes each prohibit a local government agency from spending Commonwealth funds for abortions, as described in those acts. On August 4th, 2022, the city announced it would provide $500,000 in funding for the Abortion Liberation Fund of Pennsylvania, the ALFPA, which provides financial assistance to people seeking abortions. The city's proposed expenditure of these funds for abortions is a direct violation of Pennsylvania law. The seat seek the suit seeks an injunction against the city of Philadelphia from prohibiting it from transferring the funds to the AFL Pennsylvania. And then we've got the whole motion, you got everything out there. Look, this is what the left is willing to do in this country. And so thank God that there are people like and it's Wally Zimalong who's leading this thing, but it's also the people of Pennsylvania that are coming together to say, we can't have this anymore. You have to actually commit yourself to action. And that action needs to be something serious. It needs to be something substantive. And if it's a lawsuit to prevent something that, again, that is a direct violation of state law, whether that has to do with ballots or in this case has to do with babies, we're not going to allow this funding to be used for malfeasant purposes ever again. And the left doesn't care, by the way. You think the city of Philadelphia doesn't know that it's not supposed to be doing this? Do you think they know that it's illegal to spend taxpayer funds on abortions? Of course they know, but they don't care. You understand? They don't care. So they're sending this money directly to an abortion financing fund. Far left craziness. By the way, so many of those organizations on the left, yes, they do have these mega donors, but you also need to understand that so many of these organizations get taxpayer funding, especially when it comes to, and I talked about this on TimCast last night, where I was exposed, by the way, as being, yes, I'm going to come clean. The Cast Castle had the video of me pulling up and dropping off the scripts for, for TimCast IRL. Yes, it's true. I was and have always been the person who stages and scripts every single episode of TimCast. We get them from Mar-a-Lago. We get our talking points. And I got these ones out just in time because that raid, whew. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go check out the Cast Castle. We did a little video promoting the whole thing. But, but, the left is willing to fund these things with state dollars. The right has nothing like this. What, federal financing for a right-wing organization? That seems crazy to us. The left, they'll take money from everywhere because they don't care. If you're in a situation where one side says, we will fight, and the other side says, we will let people do whatever they want, which side do you think is going to win? All right. And so ends today's show for Human Events Daily. Thanks so much for watching us. To the live audience on Rav, to the live audience on Getter, all of our other live streams, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you're watching. If you're watching on the Rav app, we're a Roku family ourselves, so we usually watch on the Roku. But thank you so much. Huge expanded audience. Shoot us your emails, liberty at tpusa.com. Because remember, as always, our promise, our oath, our solemn vow to you, be good, be brief, be gone. Your homework for us, leave this here with one of just one of your normie friends, and then give us your five-star review, Apple, Spotify, 
wherever you get your podcasts. What do we talk about today? President Biden's Inflation Reduction Act was secretly brought to you by Bill Gates. Isn't that nice? Next, a conservative nonprofit is planning to spend millions bashing the woke left in midterms. Third, Alec Baldwin doubling down, insisting that he didn't pull the trigger when the ballistics report says he had to have pulled the trigger. And then finally, Philadelphia residents have filed a lawsuit against the city for illegally using taxpayer dollars to fund abortions. Absolutely packed week. So much is going on. Incredible, incredible moments for our entire country and for our history. But I want to remind you that on this very day, all the way back in 1998, President Bill Clinton became the first sitting president to give testimony before a grand jury in which he, the president, was the focus of the investigation. This was the sweeping investigation of the president by, keep in mind, independent counsel, Kenneth Starr, not Congresswoman Liz Cheney, not Speaker Pelosi, an independent counsel came in, came in and stated that they were going to look at this as a special prosecutor. That's the difference between the Clinton investigation that looked into his malfeasance and his lies vis-a-vis Monica Lewinsky. And it also comes in to the fact that that was an independent investigation, not a partisan investigation. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, you have my permission to lay ashore.